Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, to get 30, how to get 20, 20, 20, how to get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So, Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hello, how are you doing? Welcome to Food for Thought Live. A very thoughty holiday launch party for our season two. Um, In case you don't know, Food for Thought is a podcast gab fest where a multiracial mix of queer writers gather around the table to talk about sex, Mm. identity, Mm. culture, what we like to read, and who we like to read. Always the who. Food for Thought. Ho, ho, ho. Oh. <laughs> I hate this podcast. <laughs> uh, I'm Tommy Pico. I'm an indigenous American poet, screenwriter, and one time I did take off a man's pants, uh, his button and his zipper with my hands behind my back, Ooh. just with my mouth. Yeah. Talented. Coming Ooh. soon to an impure thought story near you. I am officially hard.com. Um, <laughs> I... <laughs> But that's like some sober shenanigans. That's like your professional website. You have to do it in the middle of the day. Like you can't do that shit after like a fourth drink because there's so much coordination of the mouth, lips, and tongue area. So seriously. Uh, I'm Joseph Osmondson, scientist, nonfiction writer. My sexuality is full communism now, and (laughs) and uh, it's it's Sunday night here in New York. I believe Mondays are homophobic. (laughs) Joe watches like Karl Marx themed porn. Wherein he takes off someone's pants without with his hands tied behind his back. Yes. You have nothing to lose but your nut. <laughs> um, I'm Fran. I'm a writer, editor, and my palm reader said I wouldn't date anyone successfully for the next four years, which I'm so excited about. Oh my god! You uh, won't stop gonna be talking great. about it. I'm literally thrilled about it. Oh my god. Yeah. I could um, not be happier. He he literally couldn't be happier. I am Dennis Norris the second and I am a writer. Oh hi. Oh, wow. <laughs> hi. A little favoritism okay. The audience you... loves me. Apparently Dennis um, is the sexiest thought. Mm. Um anyway, sorry, my intro. I'm a writer, reader, former figure skater, and closet blonde girl from the Midwest. Not closet. Oh. Not, cl- not closet. That's an open secret. Not that's closet. Like, that's like that's like a rolling it's rack. That's not a closet. Yeah. <laughs> True. Fair. True. Fair. Uh, happy holidays, everybody. Happy holidays. Holidays. Just curious, like, what do the what do the holidays mean to you? Is it a time for rejuvenation? Is it a time for family? Or is it Clinical just another depression? It's a time <laughs> for drinking. Is it, just, is it just another excuse for you to unwrap your packages? Yeah. Listen. <laughs> Terrible Listen. Christmas presents. <laughs> bottoms bottoms up all around. Have you guys the twelve the twelve hoes of Christmas? I'm like, not. yeah. Um, what's the worst Christmas present you guys have ever gotten? One time I got these toe socks. They were like... Uh, Those are disgusting. It was like royal, I'm already puking. Yeah, it was like royal blue canary yellow toe socks. And wow. I, 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 this is my, my auntie. I love my auntie. But I was just like, she must have known. Because like, I remember talking mad shit to my mom about it. I think it got back to her. Because then the next year she gave me a really awesome present. Which was oh. like a phone. Like one of those uh, phone chargers. Where you could just like plug your shit in. It's like an extra battery. And like... Yeah, and like two bundles of sage for my reservation. So I was like, Annie got the, Annie got the idea. 
got the memo. <laughs> yeah, she got the memo. My parents once gave me edible underwear. Oh my what? god. <laughs> But you know what? Wait, they know you well. With, like, they know no you well. The explanation was that they had gotten it at one of those white elephant situations and didn't know what to do with it. So they figured probably I was the sluttiest in the family. I guess that was the Our gay son will love this. Yeah. I mean, objectively yeah. true. <laughs> um, I okay. Uh, it's a long story. I'll make it short. Uh, oh, this guy broke up with me close to Christmas time. I know, right? <laughs> one person laughs. <laughs>, <laughs> Um, and uh, uh, like uh, two weeks after he called, he like he's like, can we talk real quick? And I'm like, oh my god, maybe he wants to like take oh. me back, whatever. I know, right? Uh, yeah, everyone in the audience already knew what was what's happening, and I didn't know. Um, <laughs> so he was like, he's like, so um, just to let you know, like, I have chlamydia. Oh. Um, oh. And, and, he goes, <laughs> and he was like, he was like, I'm so sorry, but like. I'm pretty sure it was from the guy I had sex with right after you. Oh. And I was like, so that me you said pretty sure, which means <laughs> that you had sex with someone while you were dating. And then, anyways, long story short, he felt really bad about it. I didn't have chlamydia. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> so you got, then, you got not chlamydia for Christmas. Well, That's just, good. Well, no, 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 no. <laughs> just wait a second. So it was the holidays, and... We had no reason to exchange Christmas presents, but he gave me a Christmas present, which was more of like a, sorry, I almost gave you chlamydia <laughs> present. And it was a copy of Lena Dunham's book. Oh, no. Oh. no. Wait. <laughs> no. I opened it up. He had mailed it to me. I opened it up, signed to Fran no. by Lena Dunham, which is worse than the chlamydia. <laughs> because... No there's I, no pill. To I that can get book. rid of chlamydia. There okay. Is no pill. Now I can't get rid of this book. It's still on my Penicillin shelf. It does not cure Lena Dunham. God. Uh, anyways, sorry. That's, that's it. Oh uh, my God. Dennis, I would just opt out if I were you. Oh <laughs> my God. That is so crazy. <laughs> if, any, I can't if, anyone, if anyone in the audience named Fran would like a signed copy <laughs> of Lena Dunham's book, let me know. Merry Christmas. I mean, happy holidays. Dennis, what was so, your worst present? Okay, so this is from a long time ago, but I went to this really ridiculous all-boys prep school in a place called Hunting Valley, Ohio. I watched that porn. <laughs> <laughs> then you've okay. come to me okay. twerking. <laughs> no. Um, anyway, so my junior year, I briefly dated a boy who was closeted, who was in this, we went to school together. And so we were, he was Jewish and we had talked about the holidays and I was like, yeah, I was like, you know, I know that there's this holiday called like Kwanzaa, but I don't know anything about it. My family oh. has never mentioned it. Like, I just know it's about black people and like, yay, black people, I guess, but whatever. Oh. And it, so he gave me, he gave me, I didn't, like, the, the nope, Kwanzaa nope. version of the menorah, what I, the, the candles, nope. it holds the candles, the candle holder, and a book all about Kwanzaa. And he was like, I thought you might want to learn more about your heritage. Oh. oh. The murderer is inside the house. And, <laughs> no. It turns out mine was the least bad. Actually. It, yeah. Right? Like, yeah. Truly. Your parents just know you. And because, <laughs> like, 
they know that you. Was, that was the same Listen year. Listen to his I, two impure thought stories and I, you'll know why. Come on. I was on. just going to say, that was they the had same the year that I spilled the entire bottle of poppers in the back of my mom's Subaru. Which you will hear about soon. While fingering someone at a state park parking lot. That is... <laughs> it is so true. L- Dennis, Listen. Do you want to tell us what we have on the menu for the episode today? Yes. Um, yes. So, what we have for you guys tonight... The Thoughts will recount our biggest and messiest and explosive, most explosive holiday packages as we just did. We're going <laughs> to tag you into a saucy game of Mad Libs. Mm. We're going to revel in the thoughtery of our best buds, our incredible guest thoughts, yes. Bowen, Bowen Yang, Heron Walker, Janae Kelly. And Woo. we're going to tell you how it feels to us when Zaddy takes charge for dessert. <laughs> yes. Just a sneak peek. Yes. Everyone's like, what the fuck does that mean? You shall soon find out. Wait. You will find out. Our amuse bouche segment, our uproarious appetizer mm-hmm. shits. We're going to play a game called uh, Thoughty Mad Libs. I hope you're okay with this. The first thing we need from you, so we're going to ask y'all for words. Mm-hmm. Uh, you're going to shout them out. Joe's going to transcribe them, and then I'll read the Mad Libs afterwards. You know how this shit works. You've been doing mm-hmm. this since middle school. Don't be shy, please. Yeah. Adjective. Oh, wait, so uh, in case you don't know, sorry. So, Have you guys ever played <laughs> Mad Libs before? <laughs> a noun is a person, place, thing, or idea. <laughs> um, an adverb is a word ending in L-Y that describes a verb. An adjective is, describes a noun. So big, little, small, round, you know. Parts of speech here. Yeah. For thought education. Uh, and we'll repeat that as we go on. And then a verb is, and then a verb is just like an action word. You know, like run, sat, fuck, whatever. You know. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So we need unadulterated mm-hmm. audience participation. Yes. Shout out. Get more drinks if you're not comfortable. So, with that. a word that describes a noun, an adjective, something. What was that? Bumpy. Bumpy. That's perfect. Oh, that's gonna be fun. All oh, right. Verb, like an action verb. But what was that? Rub. Okay. Uh-huh. Ooh. Uh-huh. Y'all hear the bass so in so voice? Good. <laughs> uh, yes. A noun, a person, place, thing, or idea. Dolly Parton. <laughs> you said Dolly Parton. You said Dolly Parton. And we gotta do Dolly Parton. We have no choice. <laughs> Perfect. Uh, now we need an adverb, a word describing a... There we go. <laughs> the scroll's got it. <laughs> she might be a writer. She might be a writer. The what? Okay. The next one is the worst conversation topic ever. Oh, oh. I mean, we we bleep that on our podcast. We bleep it. Done. <laughs> what what word should we use for him tonight? Um. Nina <laughs> Dunham. It is. Dad. Dad. <laughs> Good night. I'm done. (laughs) That is the show. She out. Uh, I do claim her. (laughs) Next up, we need an adjective, a word, a descriptor word, big, but. Thoughty. (laughs) (laughs) I love our fans. (laughs) Wow. All right, um, now we need a food. Great. There it oh. is. Wait, but you have to say it like that. Potato. <laughs> Potato. <laughs> Done. Um, a verb, an action word. A verb, an action word. Suck. Suck. Huh? The Great. thought in the front row. 
Oh my god, your shirt. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, our producer is wearing a crop top that just says thought on it. It's like, perfection. Yes, applause. Yes. <laughs> Whose crop top is that, Alex? <laughs> um, next up, what is the worst drink, plural? Hmm. Worst drink. Oh, yeah. Al- Ooh. Four Locos. Oh, Four Locos is great. Yeah. Four Locos. Four is loco. Ooh, I had some... <laughs> Weird Wait, that's, ass nights. That's like our alt name. But like, there's a Spanish version of our podcast called Four Loco. <laughs> <laughs> Stop it, Fran. <laughs> Cuatro Loco. I hate you. <laughs> um, another verb, an action word. Kick. Kick? Yep, that is a verb. <laughs> I guess. We just made it one. Uh, a social media platform. Twitter. Great. <laughs> I mean... So, so typical. Perfect. Um, a noun. A noun that is maybe very suspect? I don't know. A noun, though. A noun. A noun. Oh. 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 Hmm. Yeah. Maybe a, or maybe Wawa. One more. One more. Do you know another one? Hmm. What was it? Ham hock. Ham hock is perfect. Ham hock it is. I love it. Um, another adjective, a descriptive word. Bright? Mm. Bright. Noun. One more noun, please. Church. Church? Yeah. That's really good. <laughs> yes. It is. The Lord's Day. A it's verb, perfect. an action word ending with S. <laughs> that came so naturally. Uh, yeah. We, put, we chose the right guest. Okay. <laughs> okay, three more. One more verb. Gyrate. It's really good. You guys are I so good at that. I do not know how to spell that. I sounded it out. You did it right. Oh, good, good. A plus. <laughs> Next up, a body part. Elbow. Elbow. Yep, I heard elbow. And our final one is a verb ending in ing. Sounding. Huh? Sounding is... I- do y'all know what sounding is? <laughs> oh, oh my God. Yeah. That can be a verb. I'm too. As, as, as always, the, the thoughtiest thought on the panel will explain like, what sounding is. <laughs> no. it is. It is when you stick usually a metal Wait. rod. This is very important. This is educational. It's, it's, it's usually when you stick a metal rod or some object up the urethra of the penis. It's supposed to make you feel very full. <laughs> <laughs> New diet. No. Always feeling full. No. This is I always feel full. Okay, sorry. So we have our results here. Okay, so this is the thought guide to a first date with a dude. Ugh. If Run. You, if you get bumpy on a first date, remember to rub him. Ask if he has any Dolly Partons. Tell him he looks slowly handsome. (laughs) (laughs) Don't talk about Lena Dunham. Don't. (laughs) Do not talk about Lena Dunham. If your first date is at a restaurant, make sure to order the thotty potatoes. Yes. If, however, the date is at a bar, don't suck too many Four Locos. (laughs) (laughs) Good advice. If he goes to the bathroom... Don't what the fuck is cake. This? Don't cake through his Twitter mm. looking for ham hocks from his exes. <laughs> <laughs> You'll seem bright. You won't. <laughs> A true church never felches on the first date. 
But you can gyrate him on the elbow. <laughs> and he'll be his favorite move. And he'll be sounding for date number two. Uh, <laughs> that's actually very good advice. That's amazing. <laughs> wow. Uh, should we do one more or should we get to the meat of our conversation? One, Let's do one more. One I more. like one short. Yeah. Okay. yeah. Oh, this one's short. So uh, let's see. First, of, we need a noun. Corn. Corn. That's right. <laughs> Perfect. Next up is a verb ending in ing. Right. Always good. <laughs> the l- number three, the loudest member of Food for Thought. Ugh. <laughs> From someone not on the panel today. It, it's hey. happening. Record it. Take that down. Take that down. I think it's Joe. Okay. Okay. Tommy, Tommy it okay. Is. A plur- True though. <laughs> uh, a plural noun. Horses. Horses. Uh-huh. Goodbye, horses. <laughs> um, oh my God. <laughs> number five is a thought essential, which I'm assuming is a noun, right? Yeah, poppers. I wanted to say poppers. it, but I refused. You've trained y'all well. <laughs> Someone the thoughts want over at their house. Share. Share. Oh, I want some of us. What? Is- <laughs> just me. <laughs> just me. Um, a thoughty item of clothing. Wait, I heard crop top. I heard crop top. top. That was, yeah. We all heard crop top. (laughs) (laughs) We all sat up a little straighter. Um, (laughs) Things the thoughts lust after. Idris Elba. Idris Elba. Idris Elba. Idris Elba. Oh, yeah. Andrew Sullivan. Who's Andrew Sullivan? We do not lust after him. He's trashed. (laughs) Republican. (laughs) Next up is a, a physical description. An adjective. Yeah. Crisp. Crisp. All right. Good one. And one more adjective. Gooey. That's really good. Now, a member of Destiny's Child. I heard Michelle. I heard Michelle. People were jumping, jumping out of their chairs. I listened to this. Latavia. I, heard, I am I'm all hearing, about Latavia. I'm hearing Latavia. I'm and hearing I'm, Latavia. And I'm hearing Farah. <laughs> all right. Well, okay. I wish I had seen that enthusiasm earlier. Holy <laughs> or she might still be in I'm crying. <laughs> Apparently, the parts of speech are verb, noun, adjective, and members of Destiny's Child. Yep. <laughs> so, um, the penultimate word we need is a type of verbal noise. That's great. Oh, done. That's great. Perfect. And the final one is a common thought phrase. Yes. I affirm. Our final. It's gonna be good. Thoughty Mad Lib is pretty good. The night before Thoughtsmas. <laughs> Twas the night before Thoughtsmas when all through the corn, not a creature was fucking. Not even Tommy. False. <laughs> False. The horses were hung by the poppers <laughs> with care. Y'all missed it. They, they missed it. The horses were hung by the poppers with care in hopes that Cher would soon be there. It rhymes. It fucking rhymes. 
It's so perfect. Oh my god, y'all are witches! <laughs> the thoughts were nestled all snug in their crop tops. Yep. While, yep. <laughs> while visions of Idris Elba danced in their oh heads. Oh my god, yes. Yeah. With a crisp so lively and gooey, they knew in a moment it must be Latavia. <laughs> <laughs> Poor Latavia. Oh, all for you. What? what <laughs> Done. Done. Boinking. Boinking. They heard, <laughs> they heard them boinking. She drove out of sight. Merry thoughts, Miss to all, and to all a power bottom. <laughs> Yay! <laughs> Thank you so much for I'm playing exhausted. along with us. <laughs> Done. So Amazing. this week, for the meat of our conversation, the thought process spelled T-H-O-T. T-H-O-T. We have three guests willing to share some perhaps perverted and maybe fallacious stories with us. <laughs> so take it away, Fran. All right, so our very first guest is like a famous comedian, you guys. Um, we have to stop booking famous comedians because like they're funnier than us stop and that's it. like totally not cool stop it it's like literally rude and like against show policy to be funnier than us anyways um he's been in shows like the outs high maintenance and broad city ever heard of it have you heard of it ever heard of it um and he's booking shows left and right creates some amazing uh shows in new york like live on broad gay um at littlefield like homo high at the annoyance and co-hosts a podcast called las culturistas with love. matt rogers um, it. It's an amazing and funny podcast, obviously, almost as an amazing and funny as our podcast, but yeah, <laughs> just kidding. Um, and uh, yeah, please give it up for Bo and Yang. Uh, woo! Hi, hi, hi. We love yeah. you, Bowen! Um, okay, we're telling salacious stories. Um, a few years ago, <laughs> um, I'm at this cabaret show, and <laughs> I'm watching my friend Matt perform, do a couple numbers, but I was... Um, I was just on the apps. I had my I had my bear traps out, and I'm um, not literal <laughs> bears, but um, I had my bear I had my traps out. I'll say, and I got a message, um, and it sort of like went past that first critical mass place of like, oh, okay, this is this is happening. Cool, great, and so and this hadn't happened in a while. I was working with like a year long dry spell. Ooh, oh, wow. so Ooh. I was Oof. I was eligible to donate blood. <laughs> <laughs> Um, but yeah. did you? Which is like, which is like this reverse scarlet yeah. letter, right? In like the gay community. <laughs> yes. Oh yeah. It's like if your blood yes. is not at risk, then it is your responsibility to change that. Um, <laughs> anyway, um, so I'd been working with this dry spell. I was like, yes, let's go, let's do this. I need this. Um, and it was this guy. We'll call him Charles. Charles was. Um, in like his mid thirties, I'll say, um, was visiting from Taiwan. There was a little bit of a language barrier, which will come into play later. <laughs> um, ready so, for it. Ready for it. Ready for it. Um, and uh, you know, I, 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 we arra- we make our arrangements, and because I'm a good friend first and a thirsty sex goblin second, <laughs> I wait. I wait Better for match numbers. What's that? Better than me. Better. Yeah. Well, no, it, no, it's fine. It Same. takes a takes a patient person. Um, but I. <laughs> I finally went over to Charles's hotel, and uh, he opens the door. We we go about our business, and in the th- in the throes of things, in the thick of things, he stops and he s- he asks me if I have poppers. I say no, I don't. 
huh. but I'm fine. It's okay. I don't. I, I don't need them as the bottom. Um, I don't need my bottom poppers. Okay. So I hate it when people act as though being able to bottom without poppers. This is Joe for those listening on the podcast. Popper sommelier of the podcast. Poppers are great. Poppers are great. Poppers are great. I mean, I. I will always take a popper, but when they're not, when, you know, when they're not you don't available, them with you is what you're saying. I don't. I have three in my bag right Joe, now. Like, yeah, opens Joe, like, opens up his coat. He opens up his coat. He's like, "You want a popper?" You guys, every you time in the yeah. studio, every time. But I also <laughs> say yes every time. So that's know. amazing. You know, you yeah. know what you do. You should um the next time you're around um heterosexual women. Just like uh-huh. Joel, Joel Kim Booster and I just do this little party trick where we just like have them do it. And oh, just all like, the time. Oh yeah. Oh, no, yeah. All it's all so the fun. Time. Oh my God. And they're fascinated. I, actually, not <laughs> I was um, on a college campus and learned that there's this game that the youth play called Popper Slap where they <laughs> make straight people, the gay person makes a straight person do a 10 second hit of poppers. You both do a 10 second hit of poppers and then you try to slap each other. And then what's like what's the that's the, the game. game that oh, is the yeah. game <laughs> that's the game that sounds great that sounds that I mean solid. yeah that sounds kind of hot yeah. to be honest <laughs> I'm so glad I'm not 18 anymore <laughs> are we all this message comes from iHeartRadio sponsor Mercury Insurance if you're looking to save some money you should really think about getting a quote from Mercury because Californians save an average of six hundred seventy-seven dollars with Mercury. It's quick and easy, and in just a few minutes, you might find you could save a lot of money on your auto and home insurance. Plus, Mercury was named one of America's best insurance companies by Insure.com four years in a row. Low rates, big discounts, great insurance. Go to MercuryInsurance.com today to get a quote. It's crazy how much we have to pay for outdated, impersonal health care, and even crazier that we all just accept it. It's time to face facts. Healthcare is backwards. Luckily, there's forward. A new approach to primary care that's surprisingly personal and refreshingly straightforward. Forward never makes you feel like just another patient. Backed by top-rated doctors and the latest tech, Forward gives you access to personalized care whenever you need it. Using in-depth genetic analysis and real-time blood work, Forward's top-rated doctors provide you with in-depth insights to better understand your genetics, mental, and physical health. They then create custom, easy-to-understand plans to help guide you to achieving long-term health. With Forward, you get unlimited in-person visits with your doctor and access to care anytime via the Forward app, all for one flat monthly fee. It's time to stop accepting backwards health care and start moving your health forward. Visit GoForward.com today to learn more. That's GoForward.com. Get ready for a gloves-off spin on the Classic Advice Show with the Dear Chelsea podcast. Join comedian Chelsea Handler and her assistant slash confidant slash co-host Brandon Marlowe on the podcast that offers unvarnished, hilarious, and empowering advice to people from all walks of life. Drawing from her own experiences, Chelsea brings a fresh perspective to help listeners become the person they wish they could be. Instinctively, I would always tell everybody to just like reach for their dreams and, and go for it and take a huge risk in life. It's a weekly dose of in-your-face, unfiltered Chelsea. Oh, I've never wanted to be a mom, mm-hmm. but I could kill it as a divorcee dad. With insights and balance from Brandon along the way. And Brandon is like my little sidecar, aren't you? I am. I'm just here for moral support and a different perspective at times. Yeah, he's more reasonable than I am, so you might want to listen to what he says. Listen to Dear Chelsea on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hi guys, Katie Lowe's here. You might know me as Quinn Perkins on Scandal. I'm also the host of Katie's Crib, a podcast about all things parenthood. 
Katie's Crib is back with new episodes every Thursday. We have got such an awesome lineup of guests. Michelle Buteau on having twins, Katerina Scorsone on raising three children, Kat McPhee Foster on being a new mom. We'll be covering everything from discipline to mom ring. Tune in. Listen to Katie's Crib on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Shout out to Penn State. Love you guys. <laughs> oh my god. It's always That's motherfucking Penn, Penn State. State. It is always Penn it's State. Always Penn State. Not surprised. Um I did not have poppers on on my person. And so I was like, no, I don't. And then he says, um, neither do I. I said, no, I don't do you. He says, no, but I have something that will Uh-oh. make you feel good. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> so he, no, reaches, no. <laughs> he reaches into his duffel, he pulls out a dop kit, and then from that dop kit, he pulls out this little dime bag and, like, the daintiest glass pipe. And um, and I just didn't know, like, like those pamphlets from middle school did not stick with my brain. And so I, um, I just didn't really know what Methuse looked like. Like, I, I understood that yeah. it was this thing in the culture, like, you know, you say you want to party... Whatever. Yeah. Well, did not know that colloquially either. Just like, <laughs> but anyway. So he 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 pulls this out, and I ask him, and and the, in the dime bag are these little crystalline flakes, like iridescent, beautiful flakes, and I, I was like, what is that? And this is where the language barrier comes back. Oh he goes, I don't know what you guys call this in English, and I I asked him. Um, is it oh, no. opium? And he said, what's that? And then I felt immediately racist for assuming a Taiwanese oh, person no. would oh, carry yeah. opium. Oh, but whatever, no. it's fine. Um, I guess I, I'm allowed. So <laughs> just to like be easy going about it, I'm like, sure, I'll smoke it. And so... <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Put that on Bowen's yes. grave. Yes. Sure, yes. I'll smoke it. Going. I go, sure, I'll smoke it. Famous last words. <laughs> so I do it, and then so he, so he, I take a hit, and then he lights up the bulb. I take another hit for good measure. <laughs> and then we proceed to have sex for the next <laughs> seven hours. <laughs> no. Steve, what the fuck? And it was, there was not enough so lube in the world. This just became like pure horror. <laughs> no. Ah, <laughs> exhausting. It was so fun. I mean, we like were. It was. It was very aerobic. We like <laughs> jumped around. We moved furniture. Like marveling at our own feats of stamina. It was great. So <laughs> ambitious. <laughs> so, yes. Seven hours later. Uh, post-coital, I, I'm still not sure what I smoked, and I just want, I'm curious, I go, hey, Charles, I, do you still not know what that was called, what was in that pipe? And he goes, and he's really sort of, like, just rummaging mentally, and then he finally goes, <laughs> oh, I think, I think you guys call it tea. <gasps> and, um, and this did not register with me. I just, oh. I just did not, did, did, did not connect that with anything. I go, oh, okay. Not ringing any bells. What else? Like, do you know what other names this has or whatever? And he goes, Earl um, Grey, was it? T, T, what? <laughs> What's that? Was it like Earl Grey? Like, was it Earl Grey? That is the was oldest. sleepy t- time? But like the opposite? You just became my 63-year-old white mother. <laughs> like, T? <laughs> do you What's mean tea? Earl Grey? English <laughs> breakfast, right? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> and, and then he was like, T, like, um, like Tina. And I still wasn't landing uh, with me. I was like, 
Tina Turner. <laughs> yes, thank you. Science. Um, I was like, Tina, no, Tina, what? What are you talking about? And he finally goes, Christina. And that's when I was like, oh, like Crystal? And he goes, yeah. Ugh. And then I finally was like, so is it meth? So is it meth? And he has, so, so is it meth? And then he finally has this like horrifying eureka moment. He goes, oh yeah, meth! <laughs> wow. So, um... Wow. I, wow. I took the G train home. <laughs> um, what other train would it be? Uh, as one does. It's, it's the most appropriate train. As, for that as thing, one right? does. As one as one does when they're still when they're when they're on when the meth come down. down. Um, <laughs> on the meth come down. We have all been there. Absolutely. No, no Dennis, on we have G-train. not. Existentially, <laughs> okay, we all yes, have. On the G train. Yeah. On the G train. <laughs> And so I get home, and then, um, I mean, the come down wasn't that bad, actually. It was just, it was like, I, I spent the day in bed, and then, like, um, I just kept replaying the same, like, nightmare scenario, which was, like, my whole face, like, turned into a scab or something. Um, <laughs> anyway. Google Faces um, of Meth. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, and then my friends came over later that night, and we watched Grease Live, because that uh, was on. Starring my horrible ex-boyfriend. Yeah. Oh, my God. Um, it was, it was good. It was really shut good. Up, yeah. Shut up, shut up, shut up. I was yeah. with it because of the mouth. And, <laughs> and, um, Carly Rae Jepsen. But anyway, this is, this is all to say that, like, you know, um, and this is, a, and Joe, you might know this, um, meth and Adderall are molecularly almost identical. Meth just has an, an extra... Pseudoephedrine, too, yeah. Yes. Mm-hmm. Meth just has an extra alkyl group, which makes it more lipid-soluble, which makes it easier to cross the, bla- the brain-blood barrier. But like, you could theoretically use meth to treat the same things as you would Adderall, like yeah. fatigue, mm-hmm. um, obesity, whatever. Um, so anyway, I'm just, I'm just saying, like, all it takes, you guys, to like, tip the scale into like, full like, teeth falling out is... Um, is one alkyl group, one methyl oh. group. Sorry. <laughs> what it's methyl, it's methyl. What um, you're saying is we should microdose meth? Absolutely. <laughs> um, no, don't do it. Um, <laughs> um, it. All it takes is an extra methyl group or um, a Taiwanese man who doesn't speak English very well <laughs> to um, accidentally coax you into doing meth. But um, I think Charles... Charles did me a, a huge favor by like exposing me to that in a very nice innocuous way. <laughs> um, but you know, there are some people who like really deal with it, and like it's it's like it's a, it's 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 hard. It's very rough, and so I'm just very fortunate that I was able to lightly dip my toe into um, <laughs> the meth pool. The meth All pool. right, uh, that's my story. Thank you. Yeah. Yeah. Thank you. <laughs> Also, just like mad props because like next season we'll be selling t-shirts that say, oh yeah, mad. (laughs) So next up, everyone, is Heron Walker. Um, I will now read what she sent me, which is, who taught all the straight men on Tinder the term, quote, ethically non-monogamous, unquote. Heron Walker just wants to talk. She's a writer, a journalist, and journalist who lives in Brooklyn. Her work can be found on Vice, Vulture, BuzzFeed, Teen Vogue, Into, Them, kind of okay, and and Mask Magazine, and a bunch of other places. She's hella binary and hella single. 
you must at least tolerate Lana Del Rey. <laughs> Everyone, please give it up for Heron. Yes! Yes! <laughs> Thanks for having me. Um, a couple Saturdays ago, I got this text from my friend Robin. It's a link to an event called Sex Party, colon, uh, T-Girls Gangbang Style. Oh. And Robin's just like, like, who hasn't been there? Like, Robin's just like, do you want to go to this? And I think about it. I'm like, hmm, do I want to go to sex party, colon, T-Girls Gangbang Style? Do I want to go to sex party, colon, T-Girls Gangbang The colon is a really important part of it. Yeah, the- it's actually, it sort of comes into play depending on what you do there. Um, and so I text back after thinking about that for approximately like 1.5 seconds. And I'm just like, yeah. Um, so I'd like never been to a sex party before that night. I'd been, I'd been like sex party adjacent. Like, at, like, you know, at, like a rave, there's that dark room in the back where all the techno daddies go to at like 730 uh-huh. to like snap their harnesses or like whatever sex <laughs> is. Um, it's, so I'd been like, I'd wandered into those and just like peeked my head in, but never been a participant. I was just like the mom at the doorway, just like, you kids okay? You good? <laughs> Handing out water. Yeah, just like Crisco. Who needs like, some, some orange like, drink and fluffer nuts? Silicone-based lube, anything. I made you guys some Rice Krispie treats. You want some Rice Krispies, some high C? Anyone? No, you, <laughs> you, you boys have fun. Um, but yeah, I'd never actually like done it, so I was like, maybe sex party colon T-Girls gangbang style. It's like, <laughs> my night. Um, so I go to meet up with Robin. I'm like, uh, who's here, by the way? And she's really hot and like totally single, so someone should fix that. Um, there she goes. Oh, <laughs> God, hey. Don't talk to me. So I go to meet up with her, and I'm just like super excited, super nervous, just as like fucking butterflies, ass to mouth, like some kind of like <laughs> one woman human like centipede. human centipede style fucking butterfly sanctuary. Like, <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> um, and I sense when I meet up with Rod and I'm like I, she's like kind of like I don't want to put words in your mouth or butterflies in your ass but like I feel like you were in the same kind of place and so on our way over there in a cab we just like set some ground rules to like calm our nerves ground rule number one one of us wants to leave we leave doesn't matter if it's, it's a good five. sex party rule yeah just like Go with your friend, leave with your friend. Your friend wants to get out, get the fuck out. Especially if you go to a party where you don't have to pay a cover um, because the dudes who were going there had to pay like 60 bucks, but like the girls got in for free. It was, I like T-Girl gangbang style already. (laughs) Um, So uh, in a way we just kind of got paid with exposure, which was like fine. Um, In this one instance, otherwise ask for money, ask for more money. Anyway, so the ground rule number two was that uh, we're just going to, like, lower our expectations um, all the way to the ground. So that... Because, <laughs> like, we don't really know where this night's going to go, if it's, like, going to be this really amazing, affirming, good experience, or we're going to get, like, dead named by the Daily Mail on Monday. We just don't know. So just, like, <laughs> keep it low. Keep those expectations low. And uh, we're, like two trans women who exist in this reality we're all familiar with and also, like, try and fuck men regularly. So, like, we're pretty good with low expectations, but we just... (laughs) (laughs) A little bit low. (laughs) But, like, it was fine. We didn't actually have to. The party was great. I had a good time. Did you have a good time, Robin? 
Yeah. <laughs> um, it was cool. Um, among the other cool things, uh, including like people respecting consent, was that uh, there was this porn playing on the flat screen TV on the wall. <laughs> That uh, I was like talking to Robin at one point. I remember just seeing it in the corner of my eyes, and I'm like, "No way, that can't be it." And then I look, and I'm like, "That's fucking it." There was a bukkake scene with like all girls. It's like the 15 people jerking off girls. The person in the middle just like kneeling down, waiting to like receive communion. Fucking girl. Wow. Are you looking at this? And she's like, "Yeah." I'm like, "This is crazy, right?" She's like, "Yeah, it's so fucking crazy." I'm like, "It's revolutionary, honestly." She's like, "It's literally being televised." I'm like, "I need to go tell someone." (laughs) I turn to this guy to my left, and I'm just like, "Have you ever seen this before? It's insane. Have you ever seen anything like this?" And he's just like, "Yeah." (laughs) (laughs) And I'm just like, "Of course he has," because like that's. I feel like it's really easy to be like chasers or ignorant. Um, very easy to say that, um, but also true. And also, it's maybe like in a different sense, they're really informed and cultured. It's just that the like culture they're really informed about is might be about trans women, but it's really made by us. Mm. So like he could have told me, and he did tell me. I'd be like, oh, I want to follow that woman on Twitter who's on the screen. Anyone know her name? Anyone? And like five guys would raise their hands and tell me who it was and I could find her on Twitter. Um, Uh. But then (laughs) he doesn't know like little other things like that. Like we kind of tend to prefer trans women to like tranny girls. Just like the little things like that. Just the little things. things. (laughs) But he has like the full IMDb memorized. Like he's good for that though. Very. (laughs) Um, So anyway, I uh, don't care because I just want to go have sex. So I asked him (laughs) if he wants to go to the dark room and he's like, yeah. And so just, like, cut to the, cut to the feeling as Carly Rae Jepsen teaches us. <laughs> yes! And uh, we, we go in there. I'm, like, there's, like, a couple dozen people there. Uh, we're making out. Then he's, like, feeling me up. And then he's, like, taking the shirt off, taking the bra, feeling the tits, sucking the tits. Hands go down. He goes down. Suddenly, like, I feel, like, a hand from my left. I feel a face from my right. I feel some hands from the back. And I'm just like, they're like calling the corners, like the girls from the craft. Like, there's like some ritual going on. I feel like I'm being worshipped. It's like incredible. And like, it's like they're just drinking of their chaser brothers and taking into themselves all the power of men on, except the power of men on is literally my cum blasting down this guy's throat. And then when I think it can't get any better, he stands up and he correctly genders my cum, saying he loves taste, the taste of girl cum. And like, oh, 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 never even knew that was on the table. And I like almost lose my like cool femme dom top, like cool. But then I'm like, just like, I didn't even know I could ask for this. <laughs> but then I'm like, oh, I mean, yeah, yeah. You like that? Yeah. Okay. Um, so wow. He's gone. He's gone. I go to the bathroom. I'm like, Check my makeup. All gone. He ate all of it. Um, and so <laughs> I put some like wing tips. Like it's basically like putting cat eye on like a garbage bag at this point. It's like <laughs> like, <laughs> like full just like stubble. Hey boys, what's up? Like everyone wanted me a second ago, right? Um, and then I come out and like the whole time Robin's been fucking like face down in this dude's crotch, like doing amazing. I catch the tail end of her performance and I'm just like. <laughs> I'm just like, she's doing so well. (laughs) And we just both leave on this amazing high and of just feeling like in this one space, in the rest of the world, we don't feel this way and the power dynamics are flipped, but inside this like 1,200 square foot, like one bedroom, 
were just like goddesses. And they were just like these dudes worshiping us, only trying to like fulfill this one need, which was like making us feel good. And it's like when you spend most of your days like not being treated totally as a person, being treated like a goddess for one night can kind of almost make up for it, but not really. Mm. But anyway, thank you. Karen Walker, everybody. A motherfucking goddess. And now we have a... And now we have a second t-shirt idea, which has come blasting down this guy's throat. <laughs> so excited. Um, next up, our final uh, guest thought for the evening is Janae Kelly. <gasps> Janae is a Baltimore-based artist, writer, performer, one of my favorite people in the whole world. I've spent a lot of time with them in Baltimore, and so I've heard some <laughs> of these stories. <laughs> <laughs> um, Janae co-hosts the performance series Tender FM at a bar called The Crown, which is one of my, spa- my favorite spots in that town. Um, Janae is a Sagittarius. It is Sagittarius season, so oh, this true. is woo! This is Janae's house tonight. Uh, they love sour beer and isn't looking for anything too serious right now. Wow, Janae Kelly, it's so surprising hey, from the Sagittarius. Janae. So uh, it has been a tremendous honor to follow these acts. I don't know if I can actually follow them so I made a checklist so I can make sure that I am what is this yes so that I'm following the train of thought I've had for the two weeks I guess since you asked me to do this in which I'm like oh how do I tell you that I'm mostly ABC family but sometimes Skinamax after dark (laughs) (laughs) so I wish I had gone first because I'm mostly a virgin you know what I mean that's how I was thinking I was like I could have just got in got done didn't matter the quality, so. Uh, but instead, here I am telling you about the first time when I was 17. I, my friends, well, no, on the edge of 17, turning 18. Because when I turned 18, I had to get a job to live in my house. That's parents' rules. Uh, I don't know if you have immigrant or black parents or whatever, but my parents were like, you lived here for free for a long time. I don't know what you're doing, but you got to get a job. So, (laughs) and for a long time, I have thought, "Ah, what should I do for work? And I applied to so many different types of jobs, every single kind, the desk kind, cool, the like retail kind, let me sell this garment. But then I looked through my checklist and live journal and I was like, oh, (laughs) remember when you were overexposed to porn on HBO and you wanted to work with at Toys in Babylon? And I am working at a sex store in Georgetown and Over the years of working there, went from 18 to 21, I found that Gay Pride weekend, Mm. week really, it Mm. was like the bacchanalia of my underage drinking life. Like anyone and everyone would come through and especially came through. I was closing our DuPont Circle store and I mean, I'm like doing my homework and I'm like, oh, I have to take the stupid summer class and I'm scribbling and I'm like, I have to close soon. And then she walks in. And honestly, I honestly thought her chest binder was going to burst from her double D tits. And I was like, oh my God. This, she's like half dressed and just torn up from being out for Gay Pride Weekend. But we had to keep the store open almost 24 hours because we were oh. like, this is our weekend. This is our Mardi Gras. Also, let me preface. This is a story. These are three stories about times I didn't know what to do with intimacy, and then I'm gonna tell you one time I did. 
So, to go back, she has long brown hair and she's totally busty and really small-waisted and she's in oversized Jinko pants and uh. I <laughs> fell in love immediately and I was just like, you know, I want to show you around the store and anything you want. And oh my God, let me show you these urethral rods. We, no one, no one ever buys them, but people come to look. You know, they're like very <laughs> expensive. And so she comes through and, and she's holding, slouching towards Bethlehem. And I'm like, oh, be still, uh, no. be still the heart. Come on now, bitch. Like, all right, who set you up? But at the same time, I didn't know what to do with intimacy at all. Trauma survivor, got a long story. If you want to talk about it mm. after the show, we can go into it. But I had no idea what to do with it. I was like, this beautiful angel came in, and I'm pretty sure she wants to put her tits in my face some, at some <laughs> point tonight because she's been here too long. I've even said, hey, wow. I'm going to close the store. And she's like, that's cool. Oh, I can oh, <laughs> oh. And, um, yeah. I'm oh. just imagining yes. us getting onto the red line and my face is in those tits and <laughs> we're riding all the way to her house at Van Ness and I'm just going for it and then I back to reality I'm mostly ABC family so <laughs> I do what I can and I call my friends and I say you have to get here because I'm gonna go out and it's gonna be a party. It's gonna be so fun. She, she was easily incentivized by parties, Gay Pride Weekend. She's like, no problem, I'm already out. You're at DuPont, coming through. <laughs> is so hot, like super hot. Like Shane from the L Word, that's what she got. Like that's where that's what people usually like. We're like, oh, who's your friend from the L Word? And I'm like, haha, that's just a show based on arbitrary stereotypes. Blah, blah, blah. <laughs> 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 so <laughs> comes through because George. Tits are so close to my face at this point. I'm like so close. I'm like, just give in. Just like find out what could happen. I'm like, but you just watched Greek one season one through four on ABC Family, and you can't do this. You don't know what to do. <laughs> Despite all the years of the TV you've watched and the forums you've applied to, you have no idea what to do with these tits, and you don't. You want them wow. so bad, and so 19 year old Janae gave those tits to <laughs> that night. They no, hate it. No, I no, did, I did. I'm. I'm benevolent. I'm also a, I'm also yes. a martyr. That's my number one, yes. number yes. one kink. Same. Okay, I didn't know it then. I know it now. 28. It's a long time. Wow. But the I'm greater saying, good. I'm the benevolent. Joan of Arc of sex stories. So, <laughs> as a good friend would, they end up dating for many years. Wow. I think about I think about the sits all the time. It's like they could have been yours like that was you you had that gift that was you that was there for you she came in and poured wow. tequila down your throat while you were trying to close and said wow. i have been coming into the that store for true. weeks and i wanted to hang out with you you wow. with the textbooks you but that's fine i would have at least cool. asked for a threesome you, like at least you would like get the tits and one so time two, that's why your mama time. gave you edible so undies two, for christmas we go to my first time with a guy so 22-year-old Janae, who's been telling people, oh, yeah, I've done this all the time. No, 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 no. Dicks were very scary to me. I had seen them in the past, trauma, and I was like, no, 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 no. I can do better than this. I can continue to evade tits and evade dicks, and I'll continue to go on with my life and my Bible ABC family, 700 fam, here we are. So, <laughs> just waking up early to get the good Lord in. You know what I mean? Yes. 22, or maybe 21. Maybe I'm 21. I've left the store. I decided 
you know, I broke up with somebody that I was dating, not fucking, and I cut my hair off, and I'm wandering through Adams Morgan. If you're from DC, you might know these areas. If you don't, this is geography. So, I am going through Adams Morgan to go meet my girlfriend. She's just broken up with a dude that is going to show up at this party later to beg her back, but she's not gonna go with him, but she will talk to him for many, many hours. And in those hours, I will meet is, oof, Aryan's not the word, Anglo-Saxon oh, my God. isn't the word, uh, from uh, the Bible Belt might be the word, uh, played lacrosse through college Ooh. might be the word. Oh, oh my God, yes. I know, yes. no, it's terrible, it's terrible. Introduces himself, not with an, a hello, but with a rescue, because... It had been raining that summery, boggy evening in D.C. If you don't know, it's on a swamp. Mm -hmm. And uh, it gets very hot there. And my hair curled up, and it was really frizzy, so I put a hat on. And there's nothing crazier than someone entering a club with a fucking hat on in July in D.C. <laughs> you're just wondering, like, what did you rob? You know, like, why? <laughs> What's wrong? Like, who hurt you? You know, so I have this hat on. I go through, and, I'm, I'm with, and I see this person, and eventually... This asshole at the bar is like, why the fuck do you have a hat on? Are you trying to hide your kinky curls? Oh. And like, no bullshit, no Ooh. bullshit. And like, and I'm like, you know, I'm extremely 5'2". You know, I can do more <laughs> or less than that. That night I was doing a little less. I was definitely wearing like those like little flat things. And I, at that point I was like, oh, doing a little bit more femme looks. And I was like... How dare you, sir? You know, I was very like, I'm angry, but I am trying to go against cultural norms and beating your ass right now. So <laughs> I wanted to, because I wanted, I was like trying to cultivate, you know, femininity means to be protected in my head. I don't know. We can get into it. Talk about sociology after this. <laughs> but, but I was like, hey, look, fuck you. No, I'm not. I'm wearing a hat because I can't wear a hat. Fuck off. And he didn't fuck off. So it apparently takes another white man to speak for you for them to listen, and this dude said, I'll knock your teeth in, go the fuck away, and he did. So I talked to We ended up hanging out the whole night. It was really, really touching. I mean, I even danced to him to a Hot Chili Pepper song. It was oh <laughs> which one, which one, which one? That is, that is the mood for, you know, lacrosse playing white yes. men. That is, yes. we're just standing in the lights, and you know, you can see a show tonight. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> Yeah, this is getting hard back and here. I'm looking up <laughs> at his 6'2 body and I'm just like I can be here this is it this is the moment where I will know what to do and I did I ended up hanging out with him all night we ended up going home and then you know the dick part happened and then at the same time I was like I don't know what to do with this he's so sweet he's saying really great things he even told me about his family his, all of his siblings are adopted all of them are black well, amazing congratulations you supported me because your siblings you saw the same thing amazing cool we'll talk about it later but <laughs> yeah. at the same time i had no idea what to do with someone who was like worshiping me and like mm. so happy for me to be there i didn't come there that night to that bar for this moment I had come here just to support my friend who was talking to a dude that she broke up with days before and he, I did not support her in any way. I left and I was <laughs> dancing to the Red Hot Chili Peppers. <laughs> the morning came. Mm. I'll never forget that morning. Oh, those like cute whispery kisses on the shoulder and just the, oh, hey, babe, like in your ear and the, oh, hi. 
And you know, we were at my family's house, and I, I was like, oh, you know, my fam- my folks will be back tomorrow. And um, I really, my brain was like, you got to do a lot of cleaning. And he was just like, hey, you up for like another round? And this is Ooh. my first time with a dude. I like went through the whole course of it and was like, this isn't that bad. Glad I waited. <laughs> right. But at the same time, I was like, I don't know what to do with this intimacy. Mm. I don't know what to do with you. Like, I don't know. How do I get you out of here? So that's, that's a bad sign. Real. You know, also I have to tell you, a year ago to this day, I sat in this room and told everyone I was a fuckboy. And I don't know how I didn't bring that up before. <clears throat> but I looked into beautiful Anglo-Saxon eyes and I said, <laughs> hey, babe. bathroom is on the right and the door is downstairs and you have to lock it when you leave behind oh. you. Mm. Ooh, I just didn't know what to do with it. And then later I realized like, oh, he's trying to like hang out with you, eat food with you, which is what something you will miss in the future. Mm-hmm. Nobody eats food after you have sex with them. It's strange. You just suddenly just go to the L and you're, bo- you're gone. So, uh, <laughs> I don't for me. Here, but anyhow, I, you, I, so, just, just oh. saying. So, Hashtag finally, back here's here. a time in which I knew what to do. Just like right now, I was drunk, hanging out with a bunch of coworkers. <laughs> just hanging out with a bunch of coworkers, and we are at this celebration. One of our coworkers is DJing. I'm with who I've been hooking up with on and off, and... It's like to say she's extremely straight is wrong, and she's not gay for drink, and she's not gay for pay. And so it's like, it's just like, what's the incentive? You know, like, is not an attention issue? I don't know. Hmm. But Hmm. we were hooking up a lot, and I wasn't like head over heels, but I loved making her come. Because when she Mm. did, she Mm. would just fall apart, and it Mm. was really fun, and daddy issues. It was great. So... Uh. Ah, uh, I love me a thought with daddy it. issues. We both have them. We can do it together, you know? Like, so, so we're together, and she, co- you know, made me want to come to this event with our coworkers. I never hang out with coworkers, by the way. And for whatever reason, one of our coworkers is going through a divorce. And, you know, it was Virgo season, and that, I have a Virgo moon. I'm blaming it on the stars, okay? I have a Virgo moon, and I don't, I'm a virgin by trade, but like every year, every year around that time, I can't explain what I'm doing, you know? I'm just like, whoa, I suddenly feel connected more than I ever have. Wow. August, incredible. Beyonce, awesome. September, love it. And so, uh, September, thoughty season, why? Who knows? It I is. spent most of the summer being like, I am a monk, I am a mountain, <laughs> I am a rock. And so, this one time in which I knew what to do, we found ourselves alone after drinking far too much fernet than the human body can consume, oh which God. is disgusting. Yeah. It's Ugh. fucked. Have you ever drank too much fernet? Like, one shot is enough. So, like, when you go beyond that, you're just in San Francisco living your worst dream. <laughs> so, <laughs> I... I drink too much Fernet. No Coke, by the way. If you were in San Fran, everyone's like, Fernet and Coke, okay, tech company. <laughs> so, uh, so I'm just drinking Fernet all night, and we end up on this porch. And as somebody who is mostly ABC family, I never am like, hey, porches and us and like public, who, why not? Let's go to bedrooms 
So, <laughs> but Kat is there, and she just starts to undress, and the DJ is there from the night, oh. and we, oh. I've skipped how we got there, but we were on the porch in her very public to speak to Heron's story earlier, your intro like about being public situations in which you do terrible things. And I thought, why not? I like this girl. And this DJ played two songs I liked. And so... <laughs> and I've had far too much of an aperitif than I should have. <laughs> that she starts to undress, so I start to undress. And uh. I'm walking on a street I walk on every fucking day. Every day. Like, I mean, to get to my job, I have to walk up the street and down the street. Sometimes even today, I see this porch and I'm like... Titties, <laughs> dick, ass, <laughs> that time where you thought you were more flexible than you were. I do yoga, okay? I'm like everybody else. I have pink quartz at home. I do yoga. I drink water. Um, so at the end of the day, is like, should we fuck our boss? And I was like, <laughs> I'm, who's also the DJ? Oh, yeah, plot twist. And... Here, I'm just going to be one of you for, for the last bit of this. And, and the thing is, is that in the history of my life, I've never known what to do with it. Who knows if it was too much ABC family? Who knows if it was, I didn't know what I wanted. I but in that moment, on that porch, yes. at one in the morning, yes. few cars driving by, I knew that her ass up, him trying to get hard, me positioning my face right under her clit was where I belonged. In that <laughs> moment. And yes, done. When I don't call me a hero. <laughs> you know what I mean? And maybe you two have watched too much anime to know what to do with the extensive sex education you may have. <laughs> But just know that it gets better. <laughs> I'm just <kidding. laughs> yeah. Thing is, like, that was so filling. Uh, I feel like I'm full, but I could put one more thing inside what? of me. That's right. I, Dennis knows what I'm talking about. <laughs> I always know what you're talking about, and there is always room. So the way we close out every show is with a dessert, some mm. kind of uh, maybe pop culture flotsam that got us through the week. Uh, through the week this week, and uh, our dessert is the life-changing magic of getting slapped in the face. Uh, when Daddy just has you on your back, legs spread, and he just slaps you in your face. <laughs> all I want for Christmas is so real. That's all I want for Christmas <laughs> this year. Really, really. Right. Well, the thing is, like, sometimes it's like nice to be uh, shown that you like something new. Right, yeah. because then then it's like oh like desire is like is like way more flexible than sometimes you think it is. And I remember I was like seeing this guy one time, and he had like and at this point I was like in my mid twenties, and I had this job where I was like I had enough money to live by myself. It was like a really weird time in my life. I definitely <laughs> don't live like that anymore. But um, you know, like he was like a friend of a friend, and he was like a printmaker, and like we were kind of like you know. We got drunk and like we were like pressed up against the door of my apartment and like he just like pushed me back and then just, like I, I was like talking, moaning, doing whatever and he just kind of pushed me back against the door and I was like, oh, and he like slapped me across the face and I was like, oh. <laughs> <laughs> yes. 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 the bench woke up. Woo. She was ready for it. That, 
That is my favorite part, is not the slapping, yes. but the maniacal no. laugh after the <laughs> Oh, always. always. She was like, oh, do it again. What was And that? it's always the smacky that gets the maniacal laugh. Yeah. It's so good. It's so oh, weird, because I, so I was going to comment on the, on the phenomenon of just laughing hysterically after. <laughs> <laughs> like, and they're like, whoa, fuck. Like, last second, they're like, I don't know. You don't I, know what genie you rubbed out of this the, bottle. No, when someone <laughs> does something that surprises you and you're completely turned on by it and you're shocked by the fact and maybe a little appalled by the fact that you're turned on by it. See, I'm, Oh, yes, you laugh maniacally. I'm never surprised because I always have to ask for it. But same, like, same, same, same. I, I've, but you I feel what? like that that's when, it, you know, the, the maniacal laugh really scares yeah. them. Oh, they're like, this why is, are you laughing? That doesn't surprise me about you, Fran. That you have to ask for it. That I just—it doesn't surprise. It doesn't totally surprise me. To bring it so, back to Penn State, <laughs> of course. The real version of popper slap to play is to do a giant hit of poppers while you're getting fucked, and then beg to be slapped in the face, and then to have that happen. That's fun. Yeah. That's Emma fan. <laughs> I feel like if it's the football team or the lacrosse team, I'm all in. Oh my Otherwise, God. I don't want to be on a Penn State campus. But the first time it happened to me, <laughs> I'm just saying I am a black person. <laughs> like, thank you. But the first time it happened to me, I was with this guy that I had dated for two months in 2014. And then I ended up dating him for two months in 2015. We ran into each other at Metropolitan in Brooklyn. We started dating again. And I was on my back in his bed with my legs spread. And he, he also had, like, to, to date, the biggest dick I've ever like, uh -oh. had. It was the size of my forearm. Oh, no. Oh, yeah. We were in bed style. No, no, I'm no. just saying. Real it's arm. true. No, 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 no. So we start hooking up, and I'm veto, all... Veto, veto, no, veto, I'm veto, all, veto. No, no, I have a three-date rule. I don't. But <laughs> <laughs> I was like, I have a three-date rule, and he really wants to fuck, and he just... He starts choking me a little bit, and then he slaps me across the face, and his window is open. It's like August. And his neighbors are having a party in their backyard next door. And he slaps me, and I scream out of being excited. It was so <laughs> fucking hot. And I literally, like, I'm always the one who's like, you need to ask me for my consent. You need to blah, blah, blah. Like, like I like play by all the rules, and you'll turn me on. And he didn't. And I was there for it. And <laughs> I gave it up on the second date. I was like, you can have it, daddy. <laughs> Three date rule. Was, Are you kidding me? I was ready. Well, I, I don't anymore, but I did that. <laughs> I was still in my 20s. You can have it. I wish I could make more so I could give you more. <laughs> right? <laughs> Thank you for that. Uh, are we out now? All right. Yeah, so this done. episode of Food for Thought is made possible by the generous, unequivocal support of Rosé and our new partnership with Into, a fresh online... Yes! That's right. That's right. You know, getting money for this shit. A fresh online magazine for queer news and culture. Thanks again to the Ace Hotel New York for the Woo! setup. Thank and you, our, Ace. And our producer, Alexandra De Palma, the <laughs> chief yeah. thought extraordinaire. She is we love her. Truly the meat in our turkey club. Yeah. <laughs> uh, oh my god, she really is. So uh, my name is Tommy Pico. You can find me on well actually like I'm on kind of social media right now, but I'm going to get off like tomorrow. You can't find me on social media no more, but you can find me in a bookstore. <laughs> uh, I'm Joseph Osmondson. I have a motherfucking book out. Uh, if you thank you. 
Thank you, bitches. Uh, if you are in Seattle, Chicago, new dates in Chicago, LA, San Francisco, or here in New York, <laughs> check out the book tour. You can find all the information at www.josephosmondson.com. I'm Fran. Um, you can find me at Fran Squish Co. On all. I'm really sorry. I'm just sorry. I'm sorry. I I wrote this social media handle when I was like younger. It's fine. Um, yeah. Yeah. Oh, and, and it's my turn. Hi. Yeah. Okay. And I'm Dennis Norris the second. And you can find <clears> me <throat> at my author website www.dennisnorrisii.com or on Twitter at the Earl Den Den. T H E. E-A-R-L-D-E-N-D-E-N. I think that's it. I'm drunk, so I'm not totally sure, but I think <laughs> so that's profesh. it. That sounds like enough. You can you, find it. You can listen it's to fine. You can it's listen fine. to Food for Thought on Apple Podcasts or wherever you get your audio fix. Subscribe, rate, and review us on iTunes because it looks so good on you. Seriously, <laughs> did you do something with your hair? Shit. Ah. Uh. The peach butts look good on you. Find us on Twitter and Facebook at Food for Thought Pod and on Instagram at Gay Sluts Who Read or Gay Sluts Whore Ad, however your magic eye does that shit. <laughs> Sign, up for, <laughs> Sign up for our newsletter for episode insights, reading lists, and extra delectable content at foodforthoughtpodcast.com and finally email your questions thoughts concerns and dick pics i guess that's what they definitely, want definitely to thoughts at foodforthoughtpodcast.com as always that's food the number four and thought spelled how t-h-o-t thanks for listening see you next week Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade.